Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Happy New Year and welcome back to another Happy Pod or welcome for the very first time. My name is Nathan. I am the main co-host of this podcast that I own and I am joined by the lesser co-host. You know him as the groom-to-be, the groom with a room. His name is Lawrence Thomas Heisey. Very weird intro there. Thanks for that. Weird energy in the studio today. <laughs> there is, yeah. If you would, if you would have break up my ownership percentage, if I'm the lesser co-host, what would you say I contribute? It's not a matter of contributing. It's it's a matter no, it's of just ownership. just hierarchy. It's, is it? Yeah, it's just ownership. <laughs> I see you've counted my point that I edit every episode of this podcast. <laughs> Look, contributions aside, okay. Yeah. In terms of the legal ownership of this podcast, I am the. Uh, the owner, the director, the CEO. You are the um, part-time intern. Yes. The seasonal part-time <laughs> the intern. Season, the other seasonal apprentice. I mean, to be fair, that checks. I mean, the king has the highest position in the entire country, and he's made a living doing absolutely fucking nothing. Brutal. <laughs> so, come on. You call this nothing? I spent 600 quid on this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, to be fair, I just wanted to have a dig at the royal family. This wasn't really aimed at you. Oh, I just okay. saw an easy child swipe and That's took fair. I'll always appreciate a dig at the royal family. Lawrence, oh fuck, no one cares, Lawrence, is what <laughs> I should have said two minutes ago before yeah. I was distracted by yeah. your ruse. Um, but Lawrence, why don't you tell the people what this show is? Nathan, this is a show where we get together, we talk about movies, TV shows, games, almost did it again, games, uh, pop culture, and we discuss it and we try and avoid the toxic nonsense that you see in discourse often. We don't always succeed, but we have, frankly, a very fun time, it must be said. We, we do, we have a great time doing it. And we also have a great time when you ask me... Another happy question. 
smooth. I like that. That was nice. Uh, So I I, I would be lying if I said I'd thought about this question any more than maybe airing it out on a a lost recording about three minutes ago or whatever. It wasn't lost. It was deleted. It was deleted for good reason and we'll never tell you why. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Right. uh, What we do is I ask Nathan a question at the start of every episode. It's normally... A, um, it can be a would you rather, a yes or a no, a hypothetical, and I give Nathan the sum total of the episode's recording to figure out his answer, and he will report back to us at the end. Today we are obviously doing Barbarian, so Nathan, you are in Tess's position. You find yourself arriving at the Airbnb you have booked, only to discover that shock horror, another man is inside. Now this man, to make it personal to you, I shan't name his name, is which I will beep. <laughs> Um, and if you are listening at home and wonder who was that guy, uh, picture Bill Skarsgård but a bit creepier. Yeah. Nathan, your choices are spend the night alone or go in and spend an entire evening with that man. Okay. Just for added source, I think you have to do everything they did. You have to share a bottle of wine, put the sheets on in a, in a flirty way. Almost, maybe almost kiss, who knows? There was no almost kiss. There was an energy. She pulls up his photo the next day and is like, hmm, hmm Maybe. Yeah, but there was no almost kiss. Her and Marcus aren't working out, Nathan. Right? <laughs> there was no almost kiss, though. No, not maybe not an almost kiss, but there was the air. The, the air in the room was that of a, of a romantic one. A lingering energy. Anyway, uh, so tune back in, uh, or just stay, remain tuned. <laughs> remain tuned, for God's Rem- sake. <laughs> Fucking do not We've go. you got to do this podcast. Oh, my God. Um, so... Your thoughts on this movie? Yes, you know me. I'm not typically a horror bloke. I was worried because I'm terrible. I always like cover my like half of a screen because I feel like that makes me safer when I watch horror movies. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. It's just a fucking nonsensical thing I do. But anyway, I watched this uh, and I I really enjoyed it. I thought this was as horror movies go. Uh, I feel like the genre is like extremely oversaturated with shit ones. I know we've spoken about that before. Where it's just like, there's another nun, and she's a ghost face nun, and it's like a Snapchat filter scary face thing. Jump scare, and loud fucking crescendo, and all of this. I think I feel like this, it, it brought a really strong and interesting plot. It was a very interestingly woven movie. I think at, at a certain point, I thought the pacing was a little bit like, hmm, I'm not sure if I can get into this, or if it's as, as, as accessible as I thought it was going to be. Um, but, like, yeah, it, it came into its own. I really enjoyed it, and I think the fucking the mileage that this movie gets out of its casting alone is fucking just mental. I, I I enjoyed it. What about you? I hated watching this movie. Wait, you hated the movie or you hated watching the movie? I hated watching the movie. And okay. well done on noticing that distinction. I'm very clever when I pick up <laughs> facial cues as you look directly at me while you do them. <laughs> yes, it is a good movie. It is a well-made movie. It's a engaging story, and it is thrilling, and it's tense, and you are caught up in it. I hated watching it because I didn't know this was a horror movie. Yes, I know you told me that it was a horror movie, but I didn't remember that. So yeah. I was just like, oh, watch this silly little movie. And then yeah. I'll go talk about it and do my silly little podcast. So I, I wasn't in the right frame of mind to, to be spooked for an hour and 40 minutes. Okay. And yeah. then <laughs> the first, like, 40 minutes or whatever of this movie was a fucking nightmare. It was just <laughs> it was just 40 minutes. Of, and I was in a very dark room. Just I watched it in bed on my MacBook, just all cozy, but uh, just in a very dark and alone space. Oh, no. Um, and it was just tension building for 40 minutes and it just got worse and worse and worse and with each 
choice and decision that was made. I was just there actually saying to my laptop, no, no, don't, no, don't do this. I don't like any of this. And I was very uncomfortable and I had a bad time. Is that not like the fundamentals for what a horror movie should achieve? in an audience member yes but i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no. all right for, for context um I, I i heard about this movie because I, I i edited a video on it so i i had an understanding of the premise and i knew one minor detail so apologies for walking you into that blindfolded um, i i had listened to a full spoiler review <laughs> podcast of this very movie but it turns out completely forgot literally everything that was said because <laughs> nothing was like oh yeah i know this i'm i'm telling james that you think his content is not memorable <laughs> horrible experience good movie right horrible experience pretty good movie I think it gets a little dumb towards the end. Uh, yeah, as most horrors do, I think. Yeah. It, it, it was a little let down towards the end. It's also a bit wanky. <laughs> Define wanky for the, <laughs> for, 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 the, for the majority of American <laughs> listeners that we have, Nathan. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit like the type of shit you and all your mates like. It's a bit like, oh, <laughs> look at me, this is a film. Define, show you're working. What, what about it screams this is a film other than it is, it is a film? <laughs> specifically the scene where they add a bit of exposition kind of and go back to the 80s with the house and there's that that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, look at us. We're still, we're still widescreen. Oh, 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 but now, because we're going by the 80s, we're going to be in 4x3, like every movie in the 80s was. You remember that. You remember all the <laughs> 80s movies that are in 4x3. Because this is the 80s. Yeah, I know. So I literally get use a framing device. <laughs> it's, I mean, it did right in work. It's not distracting. Like, it was, yeah, it was just. It, no, it wasn't distracting. It, well, it was distracting when I noticed it, but it was just a bit. I guess. You thought it was a, it was a choice for like choice's sake. Kind it of was. Thing. It was a choice that like when when whoever made that choice was like, oh, they love this. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. I think I tell you what. One thing I think the movie does really, really well is it. It comes close. It comes so close to being a a preachy piece. I think, but it 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 doesn't get there. Even though almost every component of it. Right. The, the, right Are you talking the, about cancel culture and wokeness. No, is it I, too I, th woke? I think more. Than or is message, it not woke enough? No, <laughs> I, I don't. Such a minefield of of using that word. I don't even know what the right side of that word is anymore. <laughs> There's a couple of rapists in this movie. I thought they were bad characters. That's that's me insured. That's me. I'm saved now from whatever I say. Um, I think they're bad people. I think they're great characters. I think they're terrible fucking human beings, obviously. Yes. <laughs> they all know. What do you make of the cast? Did you know who was in this? No. Not, not a single person. Not a single clue who was going to show up. Like I said, knew literally nothing about the movie. Apart from the full spoiler review I listened to, which yeah. I had completely forgotten. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, that's Bill Skarsgård. He's a weird looking dude. Oh, okay. He is the creepiest dude in the universe. Oh, okay. He's actually not that bad. What a yeah. roller coaster of events that was. Like, 
I was like, oh, he's definitely going to kill her. Like, I was yeah. fully convinced that he was about to murder her. Did you think it was going to be like the Airbnb of death? Like, he'd set it up to be like some... Every room is a fucking torture thing or something. Yeah, bollocks. some shit like that. It was... <laughs> some weird shit was definitely going to go down. They cast a weird-looking guy to throw me off this end. I love that about this. I love the choice to be like, you've all seen it. Tess didn't see it because it, it doesn't exist in her universe. So... I reckon it does. Was it him? <laughs> was was that was that the guy in it? Well, well he's, no, she's, she's got the Tim Curry one. She hasn't caught up with everything yet. Yeah. You know when guys... I, I'm sure you've been in a scenario like this before where, like, you, maybe you encounter, like, maybe you're walking down the road and it's, like, relatively late and there's a there's a woman by herself walking. Yeah. And you think... And you're overly conscious of yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, I don't want to creep this woman out. But then it yeah. gets to a point where it's, like, too, so many green flags start to, start to look like one big red flag after yeah. a while. You, like, smile at her, try to appear friendly, but then you're like, oh, no. But oh, then why did I, I do seem, that? Yeah. <laughs> Now she thinks I'm trying to get her attention. It's all gone wrong. And then you, then you maybe try and cast an apologetic glance, and now it looks like you're staring her down. You, you give her a friendly wave, and then you say like, "I'm not an attacker." And then yeah. you're like, "Why would I say that?" Yeah. And then you chase after her while she's running and screaming <laughs> to tell her that you're a great guy. You're like, "I'm a nice guy." Yeah, you're to, running after her. For, for anyone listening, I, like I think to discuss this movie, like we're not trying to trivialize it, right? I'm not trying to be like guys have it so fucking hard because they don't we do Lawrence we have it really hard it's true we do have it so we hard have I was to, gonna... we have to not attack women when we walk it down the street and it's so troublesome to <laughs> to retain that that knowledge um, for for decent blokes, I think there's a, there's a conscious thought that you want to make someone as comfortable as you can, and it, and in and in this scenario, Bill Skarsgård's put into a very awkward position. Yeah, um, he's overcorrecting where... himself just like way too much, and like I say, that's just making him seem worse and worse, and it's yeah, yeah, it's not a good look for him. She, he, he starts to mention like I wanted you to watch me open the bottle of wine so <laughs> but then like there's two glasses open mouth right next to him, and I'm like yeah, it's Okay, I, I, it's nice intention, but you, you clearly, you, you're clearly. Oh, she, she, she calls that out as well. To be fair, she's like, girl, guys can afford to just go through life. Girls have to be more cautious about stuff. What, what did you make of uh, specifically the casting? Because we can get into the character stuff in a bit. But um, Justin Long was in this. Did you? you I presume you didn't know about that either. No, didn't know Justin Long was in this. Quite a surprise because. Um, I'm watching New Girl at the moment, so that's where I've most recently seen him. <laughs> yeah. As just the, the weirdest little nerd ever. Oh, <laughs> touch my caboose. Oh, you're a bad girl. <laughs> fun fun fact before we go on to him. Um, this movie was underperforming a little bit, so they released a new trailer um, on um, whatever the fucking, whatever studio's YouTube channel it was. They released the new trailer, and it's just Justin Long in his car. That's the thumbnail. You know, really sunny LA looking place. Yeah. Um, LA. Yeah, LA. It probably was LA. Yeah. He's driving in his red car. It feels like a summer classic movie. The yeah. title of it was just called Justin Long's New Movie. <laughs> that was the title. People watched it and they were like, "What in the fucking hell was this?" <laughs> just also, I think if if you if your movie is underperforming because you'd never even heard of this, so of course, like. I'd heard of it. I'd heard I'd heard there was a movie called Barbarian. I knew that. Yeah. I just hadn't bothered to learn anything else about it. Yeah. But I, I think casting Justin Long and then like within the opening minute of him being on screen being like him him just singing along like a happy go lucky guy. Yeah. And then and then being on a conference call with clearly his like 
his management or whatever, and then being like, yeah, she's accused you of raping her. It's a very yeah. serious thing. I just and to watch how he responds to that and reacts to that, Justin Long's a perfect choice for that kind of shit. Yeah. What you're saying is Justin Long makes a good rapist. <laughs> no, no, I think it's it's so contrasting from what he's. I basically they cast Bill Skarsgård because you have emotional baggage with him. He's known for playing creeps. Yes. Yeah, and it works because the movie's trying to convince you that he's a creep. Yeah, and then. They th- they show you Justin Long, and even though the reveal is obviously a lot sooner, um, they're like, oh, you're like, oh, who's this happy guy? Oh, oh no, he's a terrible person. And then you're following him. It, it basically it frames the, it, the movie's not very subtle, but it frames the question: who who is the monster? Basically, yeah. is is what it's saying. But yeah, speak, speaking of the monster, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how did you react to the movie's central premise, Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> um so as so i mentioned that it was it was 40 minutes of tension building and being yeah and being just very uncomfortable but then as soon as the reveal happened and you saw this weird gremlin woman who i believe is actually played by a man yes correct yeah as soon as that reveal happened um then i was like oh okay i'm actually okay no, um, this isn't that scary. It's just a weird gremlin woman bashing Bill Skarsgård's face into a wall, which is fair enough, understandable. We'd all want to do that. Um, so yeah, I was, I was like, I suddenly felt at ease, and then we transitioned into Justin Long being happy and go lucky and all that stuff. Um, so, so at that point, I like felt safe, kind of, until like the creep factor started to ramp up again later on in the movie. It's weird and dumb <laughs> yeah. and i don't understand it like I, I get i get it she's a fucking a rape baby or whatever and yeah. she's just been that's her whole life has been living in that house and she's made this tunnel system maybe or maybe he has or someone's made i think i think system. he had made the tunnel system all right there's a tunnel system under the street or whatever um and yeah and somehow like everyone else has moved out for some reason that that all wasn't explained i i think it's more just like uh because they, they, they made a few comments about how it was a terrible area the, the bloke in the 80s is saying the neighbor well, it's like, detroit detroit is famously a very run down yeah uh town city state i don't know what the fuck it is i think they get away with it to an extent because there's like there are comments made about like the gentrification of the area and like it's the one shiny nice cute house yeah and everything else is like it looks like the fucking blitz. <laughs> like looks like bombs have hit the fucking It was thing. it was well done though. Like the first time you see like Tess on the street, it's quite dark. You you see yeah. the house fine enough and you, you don't really see what's beyond that and it just it's just oh it's just a street. Maybe, maybe it's a little bit of a deserted area, I guess, but yeah. It's mm. just a street. But then the next day you're like, Holy shit, what the fuck, man? This is yeah. This is rough. That's interesting as well. I like the... Um, again, d- d- basically, all aspects of this filmmaking-wise, it surprised me when I found out that this guy... Um, I-, I knew that this this was his first ever film. He's never made a movie. Who is it? What's it? Who's... He's-, he's called Zach Kreger. He was in... Um, I think he's in a comedy group called, like, That Wise Kids on the Block, is it? Um, hold on. Whitest Kids You Know. Yes, he was. He's part of like this comedy group called like Whitest Kids You Know. Don't act like you just pulled that off. We had a whole thing where I just found that out on IMDb. Yeah, well now I'm now I'm giving that information <laughs> but you're over. Saying, you're saying like that you knew that. 
So I'm trying to change well, the gonna, narrative. I was going to try and get away with it, Nathan. <laughs> Chalk one up on the opposite side of the Madame Hooch counter that we've got going on. I'll never, I'll never let you. I'll never right. let you. <laughs> right, well, Nathan has just informed me that uh, I knew he was part of a comedy group. I want to keep that apparent. Still haven't seen any of their stuff, but basically he's a first-time director. And I just love, like, li- little details in this that I think... It, there are, yeah, you're right, there's some wanky stuff, like the aspect ratio change wasn't really necessary. It is a, it, That was a little bit of a look-at-me thing. Yeah. Um, but like the stuff that I think is effective in this is um, weirdly enough we feel safe at night when Tess is going to the house um, and we can't see the street and then it's in it's only it's in the light that it's the scariest kind of thing like a like a rundown area like that especially once we've just seen 40 minutes of unsettling shit that I don't know I just think it's a clever use to be like the scary stuff is when it's light and the the, the calm shit is when it's at night and it's I thought that was interesting reversal Um there's so many pans in this that I love. They're just they're just clever use of like I think he he understands where to put the camera. Maybe that's Scott uh, sketch comedy training, I suppose, because um, he knows how to maximize a shot for its potential, be it comedy or suspense. I feel like that's kind of that's that's a very horror movie thing though to like mm. to have your camera like in one position and have you know have it framed so the actor is like i don't know left of shot or not left of shot like towards the left of the shot and then they like walk out of it and you're still lingering on on that thing in the background or whatever or like yeah the blurred the blurred background comes into focus and you notice like the cellar door open suddenly or or whatever it is I, I don't think there's anything necessarily new here i just think the level of skill he pulls it off with for a first time director is it's it's very it's very very impressive especially for a first time director not a known name at all um i hate dumb jump scares for no reason though just like just jump scares where it's it's literally it's not even a jump scare it's just a person saying hey but then they added the thing on it and it's my man was just snoring yeah he's just like hi but they went so you're like oh i don't like that so this movie loses points for that so i hate it I hate the movie, is what I'm saying. I hate everything about it. And I hate you for making me do this podcast. That's fair enough. I, I, I understand that. Um, I like as well that, um, again, it, le- it leads into what Tess is saying, like how guys can just walk through life and not be bothered. Like, yeah. to to build up the courage to go down into that fucking cellar and everything, Tess had like a whole fucking, a whole just nightmare in her head, just like... Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. She had to like really build up the courage to actually go do it, having an emotional breakdown along the way. And Justin, I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking go down there. I'm going to fucking explode. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill whatever's down there. No one's in my house. Um, and that, that was just very fun. Just the bravado of it, really. I, I love that he like he saw all that space. What is clearly a fucking set. He has a bed, a bucket, <laughs> and a camera. He's just measuring. He's just happy. He's just fucking... Yeah. Did get in his measurement. <laughs> He's like, obviously, this is obviously nothing to do with me, and I didn't know it was here. But at the same time, wine cellar though listed yeah. as a wine cellar, hmm. <laughs> like what is clearly obviously been a sex dungeon for many people. Um, yeah, just very all, all round. I think he was he's funny and it's 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 good that they cast a a funny guy yes um for this even though he's a despicable character and i think yeah, a horrible character yeah that i think to a i mean obviously there's two men in this that are 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quite clearly trash. Um, yes. Terrible fucking people. But I think the movie almost parallels it with... It, 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 Bill Skarsgård is is the like nice guy TM right like he's the he's the typical like we said earlier overcorrecting but even like when shit hits the fan he like he's almost imposing himself upon Tess no no, no I will go and get you the the sheets I'll wash them in the yeah. night for you I will um like I'm I'm such a gentleman I will fix this for you milady kind of thing he's re- he's really trying to prove a point there's that but then like also like he's when he needs to go downstairs like he doesn't just take tess's word that there is something fucked down there he has to see it for himself yeah um which gets him killed obviously but um he like kind of holds on to her as she goes to leave it's just little things like the nicest of guys in a threatening position over a woman i think it was a really nice inclusion that the nice guy is still i wouldn't want to be in an argument with him he's a tall imposing bloke yeah um and i think they did a good job of that but obviously the I think the meat that saved this, the climax, was... Is Justin Long trying to redeem himself? Oh, no, of course no, not. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a terrible person. Yeah. So, there's there's a gremlin woman who hates clothes and loves babies. Is, is yes. the only thing that we know about her. She, obviously, she's a... She's a product of incest and... and yes. The, the, I mean, the homeless guy describes her as like a copy of a copy of a copy. Yeah. Um, which is obviously fucked. And it le- and it also begs the question, kill the kill the male babies? Did he? I'd assume so, yeah. I'd imagine so, because, yeah. yeah, gross. Yeah, there's um, no use for them. Very, very gross stuff. Very grim. Yes, uh, there was a, a sequence which was very difficult to watch where Justin Long was getting her breast forced upon his mouth. Um, yeah. And it was just... It, it w- <laughs> Nothing about this movie was pleasant. No, it was a tr- it's a troublesome watch, and I think yeah. I think even at the end, I think they maybe they even play on that a little bit, where like Justin Long, his character AJ, I think it was, um, he's he's a terrible bloke, um, he, and he's a, like the the whole fucking it, it's it, it's it's comedic, but the the way he reveals the uh, like his mate is like real talk. It's a proper dude bro chat in the nightclub. <laughs> it's so stereotypical, like you know you can tell me real talk real talk mate like did you did you and he's like yeah we fucked yeah that's not firstly she wrong word for that convincing <laughs> like oh. i'm a persistent guy ah oh, all of it was just oh i like one thing that reoccurs with justin long's character is the um he takes accountability to the point where he doesn't have to sacrifice anything yeah like he calls her and he's like i'm really sorry if you felt like this and if you call if me again i'll offended. apologize yeah yeah if you're offended 
then at the end it's like his res- he sh- he shoots Tess, which Tess is very forgiving of. <laughs> Um, way too for you if it was me I'd be like you were looking at me for about 10 seconds with a flashlight <laughs> you, it, it was you me you see I've got clothes on also I'm not murdering you it's me <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah I like the fact that he was like carrying her and he almost ha- he, he gets so close to having an introspective moment yeah. of saying like no I need to help you I've, I, I've done something wrong I've made someone feel like this and that doesn't sit right with me yeah. And then the woman busts down, murders the homeless guy, and he is so far out that door with not a care in the world that he is the only support that Tess, who has a bullet in her, has. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, okay. The the ending, though, when Devil Lady, whatever, busts through the fucking... When, when she breaks in and just rapes that fucking guy's arm off. Mm. Th- th- this is the point where it's like, oh, okay, you kind of lost me. You kind of lost me here. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It just got a bit... Yeah, is like you've had a semi-grounded, believable story up until now, but then she's fucking ripping his arm off. She's fucking climbing up this thing. She dives off it like fucking Spider-Man to save fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird, weird for a guy that hasn't like a near expert use of where to put the camera. Those were some very strange shots. The 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 shot of her diving off to save Tess was the she was it was bad. It was. I don't like saying things are bad, but it was bad. <laughs> I, it, the framing of it reminded me of you know the um, the animation that they've never ever once changed in any Assassin's Creed game for the leap of faith. Yes, where like the it's like the you go into the perfect swan dive. Yes, it was like that, and it felt very strange. And it reminded also that shot in um, have you seen that memed shot in Black Adam where the Rock's face is like super close to the camera? I've I've seen the shot, yeah. Yeah, and he looks aerodynamic or whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, he's, he's nicely bald, but he's, he's a bit too big to be aerodynamic. Yeah. Um, no, but then Justin Long, he, like even after throwing her off the water tower, Justin Long goes down once he thinks that oh, the shit, woman is you're dead. Alive. Yeah. yeah no, but then he he says, "Oh shit, you're alive," and then he goes, yeah. "I had to do it. You know, I had to do it. I saved you. I I'm the reason that we're alive." And he, yeah, you can see him correcting himself. And then when the woman did just split his head into i just went yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's fair he had his chance yeah, yeah. that's fair um what's going on with the cops i mean a cab i get it but like i thought it was a racism thing i did too but then that guy was also black uh, yeah it's it a person of color for sure yes uh, but yeah, I also did it feel like there was a like a, a strange lingering shot on the white cop at one point as he drove off know. I don't know. I felt like the movie was trying to I be feel like, like they were trying to say something with the police scene, but I don't know. I mean, it could just be a cab because I get it. Sure, a cab. But yeah. it was still just a bit. It felt very bizarre. It felt yeah. like it felt like they were weirdly just not. Yeah, almost like laughably so not competent. Yeah, exactly. Like if a woman like was had <laughs> she was literally like held prisoner and you know she was like oh i've i've been helping there's someone who's like going to kill someone and they're just like mm, you're clearly a criminal i don't i don't know it seemed very just i think it was i think the, the closest thing i could take to it i think maybe it would have been more effective if it was two white officers probably um, yeah. cuz that would have communicated and i don't think they were maybe going i mean they clearly weren't going for a race thing cuz the 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 right way to handle that would be create a a, a different dynamic wouldn't it yeah um in casting a, a white actor, I think the I think what they were going for the closest I could get it, and I don't think it was communicated very well, was maybe like a a gentrification thing, like it was the like the the 
the status of the area had gone down to a point where the only people that reside there are homeless people and and drug addicts. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Um, and they actually. were just like, we're so we're so sick of this. But then, yeah. then I feel like they fumbled it again by the homeless guy not having a phone. So like, who's calling the cops? And yeah, I don't know. It just, to me, it felt like I can sympathise because if I was just a guy on the street and someone was like, there is a woman who is murdering people. Like, yeah. And she's like a, a naked, crazy, deranged woman. I'd be like, sounds weird. But then also a woman being held captive is not something that, sadly, is something that happens a lot. Yeah. And she didn't look like she was like, she was speaking very like well-spoken, but she was obviously roughed up. She was clearly in distress. Yeah. Like... But like she didn't, she wasn't, she wasn't a lunatic. Like she yeah. could talk coherently. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel like you're right. I feel like they were trying to make a point. And it was couldn't... kind of like you know, in like eighties movies and shit, when something goes wrong and they go to the police, and it's just like two guys sat at a desk and like, oh, yeah, sure, kid. I'm sure there's yeah. like a fucking bear in the woods or whatever. Because I don't know, that was a dumb example. I feel like they were trying to be clever about it at the same time and say yeah. something profound, but I don't know if it came across. But yeah, I don't, I don't think it necessarily landed. But yeah, overall, I think this is. I don't know. It's a good. I think, yeah. Like I said earlier, the the subtlety of the question, "Who is the real monster?" is not lost. It's um, me. It's it, no. It's quite clearly men in general. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is fair at this point. I think women are owed that <laughs> to yeah. a degree. Um, while obviously, again, uh, to, without without trying to sound like a fragile internet man, it's obviously not. Uh, it's obviously a generalization. But let's be honest. Yeah, I think they do a good enough job of exploring all facets of man. The nice guy even sometimes needs to be yeah. wary of how he acts. Yeah, um, and that's that's more like his his gut. Bill Skarsgård's not him. His character, his gut instinct was to forcibly hold her to malady her in terms of I will deal with every little thing. Has this movie been accused of being too woke on YouTube and everything? I I don't I don't know if there's much of a reception for it on YouTube, but oh, really? almost certainly. I'm sure that I'm sure there's someone out there. Yeah, like let's be honest. If Ben Shapiro watched this, he'd be like, "They're making a generalized assumption that all men are terrible." In this scenario, yes, the men, the men displayed here are not good. But Justin you know, you won't find clearly a man. the hero of this movie. Okay, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't even think he'd get it. I think he'd be like, <laughs> I was "About to make a horrible claim about Ben Shapiro that he'd probably agree with," but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dignify it and say it. Um, yeah, probably best not to. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Was it the Ben Shapiro show will be suing us? I don't. I don't know how I feel about the the credits and like she has the gunshot, she kills the devil woman thing or whatever, and then yeah. it like cuts into the credits. But then there's like more of the movie, but not really. There's like three shots of her just getting up and then walking away. Um, the only thing I'd say is I think I think I know the point they're trying to make, but I also think the movie's so caught up in saying. Um, a lot about the men in the movie. Yeah. That it almost forgets to finalize Tess's story um, in a way that Tess, Tess at the beginning is having an argument with her, I presume a boyfriend or at least a bloke that she's involved with to a degree uh, romantically. He keeps trying to call. He keeps trying to call, but she's then she's had a few wines and she's letting Bill Skarsgård know that she feels like she is in this relationship where she just goes along with stuff and it's like, yeah, yes. she's, she's the yes girl in the relationship. Um, type deal is how I think she's describing it. And I, I think the idea of showing her getting up and walking away was her 
almost trying to symbolize that she's kind of taking that control and making a choice she does she she doesn't lie there in despair she's not gonna cry about it she's gonna just get on with it and get up and go but i again i that's i don't know if that's a reach but i feel like that's what the whole movie's trying to do by showing tess is smart in this film right she's she's smart and to and her and her caring nature is what puts her in trouble it's not she's dumb and she went back to I left my gun. I need to go and get my gun. And which is still in the basement. It was more, there's a person in there and I care about people and I don't want him to die because she doesn't know what the fuck he's done or who he is. Yeah. Um, and and I, I don't know maybe she still would go back even if she knew I, I don't know but um, no I, I don't know I feel like they were trying to show her to be kind of breaking out of the cycle of just yes and yeah um, but then and I think those last couple of shots were to show her getting up making a choice walking away not dealing with the, the ramifications of it all she's not going to stay there for police to, to come and find multiple dead bodies in a sex dungeon did you think at any point she was going to shoot herself no. Okay. Did you? Yeah. When? When she was like grabbing the gun. She was saying like, I, I can't go back there. I don't want to go back there. As oh, she was, I see. As she was moving the gun. So I thought, well, maybe she's going to shoot herself. But then I'd be I like, thought, but that's dumb. Just shoot her. Yeah, just so shoot her. Did. And then your problem is solved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, but I, I also think that that was an appropriately somber moment. Because this woman is a fucking, she's a victim. Well, of course she is. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, uh, again, blah, blah, blah. Who's the monster? Wow, wow. Yeah. We all get it. Yeah. But... You know, it, I think it's quick to... I don't know, in that scenario... She, yeah, she... Look, I viewed it more as a... More of a merciful... This is not a life. Yeah. Um, And and it's it, it was Tess making that choice. And maybe, maybe, I guess... Maybe that kind of finalises Tess's arc. She breaks someone out, else out of the cycle of male violence. Um, it was a mercy killing. Yeah. But also, like... She needed to die. Yeah, she, she needed to die. She was just going to keep killing people. She was just going to keep killing and breastfeeding people, so... Imagine like you, because she she had like a childlike mind, and obviously I get what they were trying to do. Like the the layers of inbreeding had like super strength her in a dumb horror movie type way. Yeah. She's, um, but she's I, do you reckon strong. there's a scenario where you can like give her a shower, maybe like rehabilitate her in any way? See, I don't know because my immediate thought is to be like, no, I think she's too far gone, really, at that point. But then I don't I don't necessarily think anyone's too far gone like i feel like there's always i don't know again it's a weird ethical thing here but i don't know i I just think that it's probably oh, but even this sounds just harsh it's probably for the best that she just died but yeah but yeah. I, I don't think that's hard i mean it's a fictional character at the end of the yeah. day like these these issues are far more complex than a movie <laughs> has time to dive into I think, i'm not but... saying that if there was an actual victim of incest and <laughs> And they should rape, die. They should be shot and killed. This is that's obviously a very different scenario. Yeah, th- this, this is a horror it's... movie silly thing. Yeah, in this silly little horror movie where this silly little devil woman is breastfeeding and killing people, mm. uh, then maybe the best solution yeah. is for her to be put at rest. The, the, the way I could describe it in this movie, again, not in the real life scenario where this is possible to a far less degree i think oh it's happened it's definitely not in, not in like a superhuman kind of way but it's yeah happened. No, th- yeah and it's fucking and it's fucking vile and disgraceful and yes just all kinds of horrific evil joseph um, fritzel remember him ah fuck that guy yeah. man. fuck him into the sun um but yeah like i i the way I, the way it felt like to me is if you tried to re- rehabilitate her you see those videos on tiktok where people like train their dog to use buttons to talk 
and yeah and 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 there's like reports of the dogs becoming like way too self-aware and questioning why do i have to be on a lead why do i why can't i talk why am i not afforded the same rights yeah um i don't know how i don't know to what level that's true but dogs are incredibly i'm very very skeptical about it all but yeah Yeah, and i think dogs are incredibly intelligent creatures i think if you give them the ability to become self-introspective it's not gonna end well (laughs) yeah because they'll they'll realize (laughs) like they'll realize that that they're 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 smart wasn't there an episode of rick and morty where like they made the dog smart or whatever and then like four days later he'd build like a robot body and taken over the world (laughs) or something i I was about to say i think that's a pickle but i don't think that is the pickle (laughs) no no (laughs) they're they're always doing a pickle and an animal in a suit or something that's a very rick and morty thing they did a pickle once (laughs) i feel like they'll they'll do it again they'll wait five years and they'll do it again they'll dust it off it's it's let's every episode of rick and morty ah i'm a dog i'm a dog and i can talk ah (laughs) Uh, and then i don't know i'd fart or whatever yeah i did a a fart i I drink too much and i've done a sick and then all of a sudden it's, and time travel gives us the opportunity to speak to our dead relatives who will never know that we are. Like, just fuck, shut up. <laughs> what a fucking wanky show that is, man. I think it's a good show, but I don't know. It's been adopted by a we're so yes. deep fucking yes. mentality. It, yeah. You, I feel like you have to just, it's fine to enjoy that show, but just recognize it for what it is. Don't be yeah. like... It's edgy. It's me, me, and edgy. It's what it's designed to be. Funny meme show. <laughs> yeah. But also the deep introspective knowledge of Rick is just far a beyond pickle. that of humanity. A pickle made me want to kill myself this week in TV. What about you? Um, he turned himself into a pickle, Lauren. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> ah! All right, all right. That's enough. So let's let's move on to your silly little question. All right. Another happy question. Yeah, it is, baby. If you have tuned in uh, midway through the episode or you skipped the beginning, that is fair enough. Uh, what I do is I ask Nathan a question. <laughs> yes, I, I, I always skip through to my favourite part of the show, which is another happy question. <laughs> the most pointless segment, I think, but we're too far into it now to stop. Um, <laughs> do you remember the forgotten segments of this show? Oh, I, I remember Clone Wars Corner very dearly. There was once. Clone Wars Corner. Did did the Cars thing ever make it to air? That was a disgusting oh, idea. Oh, I it? forgot about it. I made a theme song and everything. I never made it to air, no. But no. we, we might, can maybe, maybe one we day. can maybe do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to it. Who knows? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not in words. Don't worry. We're not planning the cars podcast. No, fuck yeah. else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe one day. Um, Life is a. <laughs> yeah, if you skip the beginning, what I do is I ask Nathan a question. Could be a hypothetical. Could be a fucking. You, you get it. You fucking. It's a question I ask Nathan, and he answers it at the end of the episode. Today I yeah. asked him. He has to do what Tess does: uh, share an Airbnb or sleep on the streets of London uh, with a man who we both know, but we can't name here. Okay, you never said sleep on the streets of London. You, well, that's your other option, though, isn't it? Like, what did I say your other option was earlier? You didn't. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> Because into nothingness if not then I don't know <laughs> like, well finish finish your thing, finish your thing. Um, and Nathan has to choose if he's doing that he has to go about his evening as tested he has to share a bottle of wine with this person he has to uh, maybe maybe develop a, a connection with this person has to put on some bed sheets in a flirty fun silly way Nathan are you are you are you cracking on with that stuff 
No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not stepping foot inside that Airbnb, okay? First of all, because I know who's inside it, and I don't yeah. like them. Second yeah. of all, because um, I'm in London, and this, and this is why I brought up the, the streets thing. I'm in London. I can mm. walk, like, four fucking steps, and I'll find a hotel or something. Expensive, like, you're telling me... Yeah, but I got money. You're telling me the entire time. Oh, shit! Oh, fuck! <laughs> You're telling me the entirety of London is booked out. I can find somewhere. That's All true, right. Yeah. I got the tube. I got the buses. I got TFL. I can get around. You ever, you ever had to wait up in London? You ever had to, like, walk the streets at, like, 5 a.m.? I have walked the streets at 5 a.m. I don't know if I've had to. I, I, I have. I Stayed up one night. I don't know why. I can't remember why, but I yeah, was but have just you, walking but have you had, Yeah, but have you had to, though? Like out No, of... I haven't had to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a thing. Like <laughs> I'm a man of privilege, what can I say? <laughs> I'll go to McLaren. I'll just be like, Denise, let me... Uh, lovely stuff. Uh, well, if you've enjoyed this episode... Um, then more go up. Uh, more, more do go up at... Yes, thank you. Uh, so if you've enjoyed listening to these, uh, we have new episodes every Friday at 10am. They go up uh, and you can get a, little, get a little reminder if you follow us on social media. So if you go to at another happy pod on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram, you'll get a, yes. little, you'll get a little post that, that will jog your memory. A little post. Uh, you a can also give post. this... Oh, uh, you can also give this a review. I've noticed some more reviews are slowly, slowly coming in. Oh, um, are they? Yeah, yeah, we're getting... I think we're. I think most people are, are, are appreciating it. it. It doesn't let me see individuals, but we're getting an average of like, I don't know, like 4.6, I think. I don't like 4. these 7. fours. I don't know, we need fives. Come on. We only need only five. Yeah, but that does mean that some of you are not pressing five. So yeah. come on. Five. Give us a second only. chance. Exactly. Fives only in here. Yes. Uh, and next week we're going to be having a whole bunch of fun doing this. This school is full of rebels. Yo! What is your name? Matilda Wormwood. Wowie, that's going to be a whole whole bunch of fun. Uh, I can't wait, Nathan. Can you? I cannot. Um, yeah. <laughs> <Cannot> <laughs> Good wait. stuff. Uh, well, thank you very much for listening. We will see you all next week. I thought you were doing the theme. I was off. Oh, I can put it in myself. Oh, shit. Point. Yeah, very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 